Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Thank you for joining us as we continue our journey of reading the imitation of Christ from beginning to end. Today, we take up from where we left off, beginning from Book 3, Chapter 5. The fifth chapter, The Wonderful Effect of Divine Love. The Disciple I bless you, O Heavenly Father, Father of my Lord Jesus Christ, for having condescended to remember me, a poor creature. Thanks to you, O Father of mercies, God of all consolations, who with your comfort sometimes refresh me, who am not worthy of it. I bless you always and glorify you with your only begotten Son and the Holy Spirit, the Paraclete, forever and ever. O Lord God, my holy lover, when you come into my heart, all that is within me will rejoice. You are my glory and the exultation of my heart. You are my hope and refuge in the day of my tribulation. But because my love is as yet weak and my virtue imperfect, I must be strengthened and comforted by you. Visit me often, therefore, and teach me your holy discipline. Free me from evil passions and cleanse my heart of all disorderly affection, so that, healed and purified within, I may be fit to love, strong to suffer, and firm to persevere. Love is an excellent thing, a very great blessing indeed. It makes every difficulty easy and bears all wrongs with equanimity, for it bears a burden without being weighted and renders sweet all that is bitter. The noble love of Jesus spurs to great deeds and excites longing for that which is more perfect. Love tends upward. It will not be held down by anything low. Love wishes to be free and estranged from all worldly affections, lest its inward sight be obstructed, lest it be entangled in any temporal interest and overcome by adversity. Nothing is sweeter than love, nothing stronger or higher or wider. Nothing is more pleasant, nothing fuller, and nothing better in heaven or on earth. For love is born of God and cannot rest except in God, who is above all created things. One who is in love flies, runs, and rejoices. He is free, not bound. He gives all for all and possesses all in all because he rests in the one sovereign good who is above all things and from whom every good flows and proceeds. He does not look to the gift but turns himself above all gifts to the giver. Love often knows no limits, but overflows all bounds. Love feels no burden, thinks nothing of troubles, attempts more than it is able, and does not plead impossibility, because it believes that it may and can do all things. 
For this reason, it is able to do all, performing and effecting much, where he who does not love fails and falls. Love is watchful. Sleeping, it does not slumber. Wearied, it is not tired. Pressed, it is not straightened. Alarmed, it is not confused. But like a living flame, a burning torch, it forces its way upward and passes unharmed through every obstacle. If a man loves, he will know the sound of this voice. For this warm affection of soul is a loud voice crying in the ears of God, and it says, My God, my love, you are all mine, and I am all yours. Give me an increase of love, that I may learn to taste with the inward lips of my heart how sweet it is to love, how sweet to be dissolved in love and bathe in it. Let me be wrapped in love. Let me rise above self in great fervor and wonder. Let me sing the hymn of love, and let me follow you, my love, to the heights. Let my soul exhaust itself in praising you, rejoicing out of love. Let me love you more than myself, and let me not love myself except for your sake. In you let me love all those who truly love you, as the law of love, which shines forth from you, commands. Love is swift, sincere, kind, pleasant, and delightful. Love is strong, patient, and faithful, prudent, long-suffering, and manly. Love is never self-seeking, for in whatever a person seeks himself, there he falls from love. Love is circumspect, humble, and upright. It is neither soft nor light, nor intent upon vain things. It is sober and chaste, firm and quiet, guarded in all the senses. Love is subject and obedient to superiors. It is mean and contemptible in its own eyes, devoted and thankful to God, always trusting and hoping in Him, even when He is distasteful to it, for there is no living in love without sorrow. He who is not ready to suffer all things and to stand resigned to the will of the Beloved is not worthy to be called a lover. A lover must embrace willingly all that is difficult and bitter for the sake of the beloved, and he should not turn away from him because of adversities. How was Jesus able to endure all that he did for us? It was possible because of the love he had in his heart for us. In this dialogue, we are given a beautiful summary of the effects of love on our lives. The disciple thanks the Heavenly Father for remembering him. Although not worthy of the gifts of God, the disciple is grateful and promises to rejoice in God. He knows that he is weak and needs to be strengthened. 
so he asks for God's help. He knows that he needs to be disciplined, healed, and purified. He speaks about what a blessing it is to have the love of God in his heart. It is transformative. Love helps us to carry the cross and all of the sufferings of life, and even makes the sufferings sweet in some way. Love gives us energy, strength, endurance. In her diary, when she received the grace of God, St. Faustina felt unstoppable. She felt like she could endure trial, overcome any obstacle. Love is what unites us to God. All becomes possible because Jesus acts in and through us. If we embrace the cross, we will discover that Jesus will help us to carry it, and our lives will truly be transformed. Hello, I'm Father Joe Roche, the Superior General of the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception, and I'm excited to let you know about my new daily podcast entitled Venerable Casimir and Our Lady, which will be launching on October 21st, 2023. Venerable Casimir Vyshinsky was a Marian father who lived in the 1700s. We are praying for a miracle so that he can be beatified. He helped to revive our congregation when we were at a low point because of the actions of his brother. He rewrote a Latin handbook by a Jesuit on the ten gospel virtues of Our Lady. He called it Morning Star, so that lay people would be able to understand it, to imitate Mary's virtues, and to grow in holiness. To access the podcast, simply visit divinemercyplus.org or search Venerable Casimir and Our Lady on Apple Podcast, Spotify, or on whatever podcast platform you prefer. I'm also happy to share with you that you can order a copy of Morning Star on shopmercy.org. That's shopmercy.org. Simply search the phrase Morning Star on shopmercy.org and you can order a copy of the book today. Remember, every purchase supports the Marian priests and brothers at the National Shrine of the Divine Mercy. Thank you, and God bless you. I invite you to listen to more shows brought to you by the Marian Fathers of the Immaculate Conception. Join us daily for enriching spiritual content, which will help you on your journey with Jesus Christ. Simply visit divinemercyplus.org for a complete list of our shows. That's divinemercyplus.org. Are you a Marian helper? Join our Spiritual Benefit Society and start sharing in the graces of all the daily masses, prayers, and good works of Marian priests and brothers all over the world. Sign up is free and easy. Simply visit micprayers.org. That's micprayers.org. Org. Thank you, and God bless you. Please follow or subscribe to this podcast to receive the latest episodes and updates. If you have been blessed by this podcast, I invite you to leave a review. Reviews greatly improve our podcast ranking and will help spread this podcast to other people throughout the world. Thank you.